that time again. It's Old Fashioned Workin' Whiskey, an old-fashioned podcast discussing old-fashioned bourbon and whiskey and some old-fashioned work ethics. I'm your host, Jason Courtney. As always in studio with me, our producer and co-host, Olin Hyde. Good to be here. I'm enjoying annoying you a little bit pre-show today. Yeah, he is crushing that, so we're excited to have him, though. Today is a very special day. Today is, in fact, Thursday, July 15th, 2021. It is. And the day that Bird Scooters came to Pensacola, Florida. Who? Bird Scooters. The little electric oh, scooters. Bird Scooters. I, you, you call them that. I think people just call them bird. Like, the bird, birds came. Like, oh, yeah, like lime. You know, it's, it is an electronic scooter, but... I don't think they do. Thus, we digress. But today <laughs> is a special day because it is indeed our co-host, Olin Hyde's birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Well, thank you. I don't feel any different. No? You look I feel appreciated, older. though. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I don't feel so appreciated. <laughs> I don't remember that wrinkle being in your forehead yesterday. So, Well, today we are going to imbibe some wonderful horse soldier reserve Forged in Fire Barrel Strength Bourbon Whiskey. It is 61 alcohol by volume, making it 122 proof. And uh, we're excited. So Stephen Waters picked this up. He doesn't listen to our podcast because he's a jerk. But what? thanks for the... He has all the time in the world to listen. <laughs> yeah, I know. So a little bit about the... Um, horse soldier brand so this comes straight from their website it's much of our brotherhood was forged in fire during the first days after the 9-11 attacks immediately following this affront on our nation the usa responded with a daring insertion of small teams of green berets in northern afghanistan the northern alliance successfully overthrew mazar e sharif a taliban stronghold with the support of these brave men the region's Inhospitable mountainous terrain made efforts and enemies' engagements of wild Afghan horses a necessity for one special operations team, ODA 595, nicknamed the Horse Soldiers. All of these men, brave, are honored today by America's Response Monument overlooking Ground Zero in New York City. And so a couple of those gentlemen that served on that Green Beret unit are the gentlemen that founded um horse soldier and have really just uh taken to the american concept and i just found out before the show doing some research so they have a distillery in st petersburg well how about that right down from your old stomping grounds yeah i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that story either that's an interesting story pretty cool story yeah so well, you guys got to see us make our old fashions on Facebook, and now we're going to give them a good old try. It's really good. It is. It's not too strong. It's it still th- has a good. It still does oomph. have a. Yeah, you can feel it, but it's not like hot or makes you want to breathe fire. It just. Yeah. It's, you can feel it. I, this is more, and granted, we're not getting the rye context here, but from the last episode, I had mentioned that, you know, I wish there was a little more something there. This has that something. That's You taste it. Yeah, it's great. I I think that. And, I mean, we've let, let them sit for a little bit, so the ice has melted a little bit and watered them down, but not, yeah, not no. enough that it has lost that bite. That is, that is enjoyable. So we are going to enjoy these horse soldier. Um, While you kick off the topic, fashions. I'm going to oh, I'm going to smoke, smoke mine. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm good without the smoke. I'm going to enjoy this flavor. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy that for a while. So today, we are going to go back and discuss a topic we brought up on a previous episode. And uh, first of all, so we don't have any copyright infringements, we are going to give credit to the uh, idea that brought this. And this comes directly from the table group, um, which I've mentioned multiple times at the table with Patrick Lencioni, a podcast that I listen to. And we... uh, we listened to an episode where they talked about Big J, Little J, and we we really bought into it and really kind of thought that, you know, this is this is about us because we have a tendency to, to be jerks sometimes, and sometimes we would be Big J jerks, and then sometimes we'd be Little J jerks. So a Big J jerk is being a jerk for the purpose of being mean, hateful, resentful, trying to hurt someone's feelings, trying to prove you're better than someone. And those are the the J's that we don't want in our company, right? Those right. are those are the ones and it's easy to be though. That's We all easiest, have the opportunity for that. That's the easiest jerk to be is the big J jerk because sometimes people make us angry and we have to respond and we respond out of anger and when we respond out of anger, you you can tend to be a, a big J jerk. Yeah, it can be a problem. So now that we know what a big J jerk is, what is a little J jerk? So a little J jerk is who we should all strive to be. That's the tough conversations about things that will help make us better as an organization, make you better as a person, doing it out of love, kindness, respect, and, and not embarrassing people. You know, so if – if you were to have an issue and I came to you and embarrassed you in front of everybody, that'd probably be me being a big J jerk. But if I pulled you to the side and said, Hey, Olin, I just noticed this. I really wanted you to, to be aware that this is happening and, and you know, it could, you could do this better. Like that's, that's the difference in, in the big J and little J is just the, how you handle it and why you're doing it. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, it's like you say, you want to help them, better themselves usually it's not to harm them and sometimes it's even just to you know on that podcast that they talk about that they tell the story that there was this guy that was making a big career change and you know everybody was like oh that's great that's great and he's like my brother went to him and was like hey like i know what you want and this does not line up with what you say you want and he had the courage to be the little J jerk and pull him to the side and say, I know you think this is great, but it's not. He wasn't a big J jerk and wasn't like, you're an idiot. This is a dumb decision. You shouldn't do that. Instead, he he took that, that route that we're talking about, the little J jerk route of, hey, I know you and I know what you want and this doesn't line up with it. So I, I have the counter version of that story and I'm going to leave out names for real this time, not say them two seconds later, Matt. <laughs> and uh, the... So we go down to a very popular spot that we enjoy, and um, there was a bartender. I'm sorry. The smoke on this is amazing. Yeah, I just pulled the, the smoker off of that, and the oak really, really it's makes it yummy. It's got a great scent. Yeah, well, yeah, it does make the whole room smell, yeah, too. Yeah, it's good. So, so our bartender friend, um, who still bartends on the weekends decided she wanted to make a career change and wanted to pursue something that would offer her a long-term benefit for short time loss, which I'm a big fan of. I've talked about it earlier with our office administrator, like long-term 
gain from short-term suffering is okay right yeah like and the the owner just berated like really you're gonna take a pay cut you want to take a pay cut you're gonna leave here and go work over there and do that when you can make so much more money here and just tried to like shame her into staying and big j jerk of course course she didn't stay she she this might be the reason she's leaving (laughs) who wants to work for that jerk right so that's the that's the opposite version of of what you were just telling with the little j jerk is people just you know bash you to get what they want or serve their purpose yeah and after we listened to that podcast in the car all together going to an event and after that it just resonated with all of us on the leadership team and we started just using the lingo it wasn't like we said hey let's start using this we just started we just started and (laughs) and you know what i've noticed is we haven't had to use it recently because we've almost trained each other like oh i'm being a big j jerk or yeah. if somebody's going to be a big J jerk, and they're like, "Hey, I'm fixing to be a big J jerk, and I know that's not the right thing, but this." And <laughs> you know, at least it brings the attention to, "Hey, I know I'm in the wrong here, but if I don't get this off my chest, yeah, it, it it's allowed us to almost say, like, hey, real quick, I need to vent, and I know I'm being ridiculous, and this isn't the way that we're going to solve this problem, but I've just got to say this, then we can move into the more productive conversation. conversation yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that has helped us in multiple things i think it's helped us with personnel i think it's helped us with decisions i think it's helped us with just communication inside of our office Uh, it's no longer uh oh is this person coming down just to be a giant jerk or they are you know are they trying to do something positive and i think we've kind of instilled that in the office now of hey if, if it's not beneficial if it's not bringing something to the table then just don't bring it yeah and i think we haven't purposely done this yet but at the leadership team level like we always have at our meetings we talk about issues being brought to the table with the greater good of the company in mind yeah and it serves that purpose the the little j is hey i you know i know this is may hurt someone's feelings but this is to better the company as a whole yeah i i call people out on things all the time probably more than i should but I think most people realize it's for that good intention. Um, we had a situation this morning. Somebody came and asked me specifically, you know, about a customer that we had and billing and hours. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not over that. You should get with operations. As soon as you walk in the door, hey, Olin, what about? And I was like, like, <laughs> why, when did we start starting at the top and working our way down instead of starting down and working our way up? You know and so I was a little frustrated by that, and and I don't think I brought it in a big J jerk fashion. I wasn't like necessarily great little J, but it was also like, hey, I need you yeah. to be aware of this, right? It was, yeah, you were playful, big J jerk. Yeah, it was, it was playful and like, why, like, quit coming to us with this, but also in hey, identify that you know we can start smaller and work our way up. Yeah. It's, you know. If you're not getting the response you need at the lower level, yeah. then you, you bring it up to the higher level. Yeah, because then if you go to the higher level for everything, the little folks feel cut out and well, feel and like they're involved, and then they quit doing things. It's called an in run. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, well, if I'm not going to get to do my job, why should I do it at all? Like, yeah. And then we've got more responsibility on us that we really don't want. Or I don't want handle. those monkeys. Yeah. No, we got enough monkeys on our back. Yeah. So I, I think that the way we speak to people really 
changes how people see things. We, You and I went through an exercise yesterday where we rated each other on different leadership attributes, and I rated you low on a few things. You rated me low on a few things. We rated each other high on several things. Yeah. But neither one of us were upset. Neither one of us felt like the other one was just trying to hurt. Uh, like, we realized... Uh, and. We agreed on most of them, yeah, right? Yeah, like, it was if, <laughs> we were uh well I took the liberty of doing half points. You yeah, didn't I did not. You did whole points. And, and we I was were, a our little score was within four. Yeah, I was a little harsher, but Yeah, yeah. I scored him a ninety six. He scored himself or I scored him a hundred, he scored himself a ninety six. I scored myself a one oh three, he scored me like ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, like it was it was it Almost was identical. really close. Yeah, those half points probably just made that difference. But neither one of us got offended or upset. It was just, hey, we recognize this is about making each other better as leaders. And we had some tough conversations yesterday about some challenging opportunities we have in front of us. And once again, it was not a you suck at this or you're not going to do this right or why do you – what you know, it wasn't name call. It was just, hey, these are concerns I have. And then you voiced some concerns you have. It was, hey, I noticed this one's a little low. How did, why did you rate that? Yeah. And it was, give me your perspective on why you think I'm not that strong in that area. And so it allowed for a good conversation around that of, of both sides of, you know, my, my big takeaway of there's A and then there's B and then between there's the truth. And so it was like, I had my perspective and then you were like, well, here's how I'm approaching it. And then it was like, okay, well, let's. Let's see how we move forward in that area together to strengthen both of us. And the fact that we were right on with each, like we may not have had the same number, but if I rated something like a three, so it was a scale of one to five. If I rated something a three, Owen might've had it as a two and a half. Or if I had it as a, a five, Owen might've had it as a four and a half. Like we were right in sync on on a lot yeah. of those. And it just shows that we're on the same page where we both think very similarly in, as far as the leadership concepts go. And there were a few things that we both noticed like, hey, we need to make sure we execute on this, especially as we move into this next stage of, of business with new opportunities coming through scooters, a new director coming on board. Like there, there's a lot of opportunities coming and if we don't execute on all these concepts, we have an opportunity to fail. Yeah, we've got a lot going on in the second half of this year. So this third quarter we're heading into has a lot on the agenda. And, you know, we just came out of our leadership team meeting as part of the EOS process. And we had only, I think, four company rocks. But they're, but, but they're heavy duty rocks. They're yeah. like, if, if we nail all four of these, our company will be in a really, really strong position. And then we also knew like fourth quarter is also going to have yeah. a lot of heavy duty rocks. And so we didn't beat ourselves up and say, well, we're not doing a whole lot this quarter. Like we're just sitting around on our butts, but that's not the case. It, this, uh, it's almost like we got four boulders <clears throat> instead of seven rocks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then uh, in addition to that, we have, when we look at this, it, it's okay. So we've got these four rocks, but it's like sprinters, right? They don't just all of a sudden they're like, hey, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to run this race. They do a lot of training. They do a lot of stretching. They do a lot of prep. And that's where, where we are. We're in that preparation phase because we know that if we don't get these things nailed, Q1 of 2022 isn't going to go well. Well, so our last podcast was failing forward. 
<laughs> we we don't get that option here. If we fail, we're going to fail backwards, and it's going to hurt us as an organization. It's going to hurt us as a team, and it's going to be a major setback that'll take probably a year to recover from. Well, we know that it's going to be a setback because I think this was before I came on board, or maybe even like at right as I was starting to come on board. We, you went through this failure of these rocks that we've got set right now not happening and and failing backwards, and so. We've set these rocks in place to prevent that kind of a failure and make sure that we fail forward or, you know, not a failure, but that we prevent that same mistake. That that was the failing forward the last time. Which, which is what we talked about on the last podcast was if you fail, it's okay. Learn from it and get better. And that's what we're doing here is we're implementing everything we learned from the last failure. And we're saying, okay, if we put these stop gaps in place, it, you know, it will work, right? Yep. That's that's what we're doing. So as we discuss the big J, little J jerk, and we bring on new folks, you know, how do we how do we bring them into that culture? Is it simply let them listen to the podcast? Is it? Well, I think we have a little bit of that baked into our EOS and our weekly meetings, our L tens, because one of the things we bring to the table in our L tens are our issues list. So these are things that can be items that we just need to do a news bulletin to the team. It can be uh, hey, I'm stuck on a rock and I need help. But more often than not, it's, hey, I noticed there's this thing that we're missing and maybe we don't have a process or maybe we're not following the process or maybe we don't have the right person in, in that spot. And so that, that part of it, I think, is a little baked in, but it's also a little bit of our culture that when failure happens, like we talked about, we have the conversation of, and we had this in our l one time with the operations team where we had failed, and I, I said to them, like, I don't mind that this happened, but I don't want it to happen again in the future. Like, that's what we need to figure out is how we prevent that. And so even that conversation in there kind of bakes that in our culture. Yeah. And so we have to do a good job of establishing that up front with our people. Right. And then just it's one of those allowed behaviors if you don't. Right. So if someone comes in and is constantly showing their butt, like, they they're going and they're allowed to do it and then it's an allowed behavior but if you call them on it and say hey this isn't how we operate like we yeah don't. it's it's like a todd packard um you know he he was a high level salesperson in in the office series if you watch tv and he was a real jerk but his behavior was allowed word, we don't want an explicit <laughs> episode so we'll go with big jerk yeah he was a big jerk and his behavior was allowed in the company because he had a lot of sales. He mm -hmm. was a high producing salesperson. And so it was like, oh, well, you know, we'll just kind of look over that. But you're right. Like that's where the, the little J jerk conversation comes in. And, and I, it comes into the, the culture of the company. Like part of the EOS platform is having our core values very clearly spelled out. And if that's not allowed as part of your core values, then you need to have that conversation. Yeah. And, and so people will keep using that Tom Packard, uh, you know, Yes, he was successful, but the people around him could despised him. him. <laughs> yeah. What how much more successful could he have been if the people around him supported him and and encouraged him? You know what I mean? Like if he responded differently than coming in and just showing his behind to everybody and like how great I am. Well, yeah, cuz there's an episode where they essentially try to sabotage him. Yeah. 
Like <laughs> so so that's our thing is if you choose the little J route, not only do you get more accomplished, but people rally behind you more and and push your endeavors. Like I said, we didn't sit down and intentionally discuss Big J, Little J becoming a part of our culture. It just kind of did because we all recognized that it had a great benefit. It does. And and whether or not you think there's benefit to it having those conversations and getting everything out on the table without being emotional or uh, a jerk about it the big j jerk and trying to hurt people or put them down it allows everybody to move beyond it and it doesn't fester and and stew and create animosity in the office and, and in the company which comes back to patrick lencioni's book the five dysfunctions of a team one of the five dysfunctions is the fear of conflict yeah we don't have that any longer. I say we don't have it. We, It is shrunken immensely. There may still be a fear here and there of, oh, I'm a little nervous about bringing this up. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it, it loses out to the, hey, you know what? I know this is for the good of the company. I'm not you know, picking on anybody. I'm not hurting anyone. I am doing this to improve us. And we grab a hold of that. And because of it, we're, we're better. Yeah, it, it is made a huge difference. Like we've said in, in previous episodes in our relationship as a uh, visionary and integrator, but even in our team, like in the operations team where I talked about that, like other companies that could have been a real big J jerk scenario of someone coming in and saying, Hey, you guys screwed this up and this is unacceptable. And I never expect this to happen again. If it does, you're out of here. Like that could have been the conversation, but instead it was, Hey, like you, we trust you guys and we know this was a mistake, but let's talk about how it happened and how we can make sure it doesn't happen in the future. You guys are adults and I don't need to sit here and berate you. You know, you messed up and I don't need to have that conversation. Let's just talk about how we don't mess up again in the future. Yeah. And, and that is what gives us the ability to function freely and, and not walk around tense or nervous, right? Like we, I mean, it's a very, easy flow when people walk into our office they're like man it's just yeah it's well, people, quiet and it's people aren't afraid to act like if a customer were to ask one of our supervisors or managers for something they're not afraid to do it they're going to do it and then come to us and if we're like hey next time, next time this. yeah <laughs> but they don't they're not worried that they're going to lose their job because they did something for a customer absolutely we we encourage that we we want that to be who they are right we want them to have that authority so that that entail wraps up our big J little J conversation. It's it's one of those you have the ability to be the big J or you have the ability to be the little J. Little J takes a little more effort, but it gets you a lot further. The big J is a lot easier, but gets you nowhere. Maybe yeah. moves you back. So we'd love to hear from a time where either someone was a little J jerk to you and you were appreciative of that or a time that you were a little J jerk and helped move somebody forward um, and how that may have improved either your career or their career. Yeah. And you can reach out to us on Facebook messenger, old fashioned work and whiskey. We have old fashioned work and whiskey at gmail.com. Uh, just myriad of ways to reach out to us. Big J, little J I'm Jason. That's Olin. See you next time. <laughs>